Hello and welcome to Lifetime Pals. We are a weekly <laughs> podcast that breaks down Lifetime movies, after school specials, and every time TV tried to teach us a thing. I'm Ferris. And I'm Jess. And this week we are talking about The Accident. <laughs> <laughs> So this was released in 1997 on NBC, mm -hmm. and it does have an alternate title. Do you remember what it is? Uh, it is part of the Moment of Truth series. Oh, it is part of the Moment of Truth yes. series, uh, which is, I think, like a dozen maybe different after-school specials about things like stalking and bulimia. And, and prostitutes? <laughs> child prostitutes. Stealing people's babies. Yeah. And I can guarantee you we're going to cover all of them. <laughs> Why not, really? Yeah, uh, another title for this is Reckless Nights. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We should not be so enthusiastic about this. This one is, like, legit pretty sad. And yeah. also, like, I think this is the first one that we haven't had any room to be like, mm. Yeah. <laughs> So also, fun fact, I was trying to find the um, the cover or like the TV advert for this mm -hmm. so I could send it to you. Do you know what other accident happened in 1997? What? Princess Diana. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that really put a whole bunch of wet blankets in my search history. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Yeah. And you think that you think that I would have pieced that together right away because I've been listening to a weird amount of Princess Diana podcasts. More than just you're wrong about. Yes. <laughs> is this your new is this your new shiny? <laughs> this is my new shiny. <laughs> Honestly, whatever. You do you. Yeah. <laughs> so is this based off a true story? I don't know. I couldn't get any actual solid uh, information. There was a lot of info floating around that it was vaguely based on something that had happened. But, but I also, mean, as a concept, this is a thing that happens. Yeah, it's definitely a thing that happens. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I feel like if it was based on a true story, we probably wouldn't be able to know who it was anyway, because she was a minor when this happened, so I feel like Michelle was a minor. What? Michelle remembers. Oh, yeah. But also, she wrote an entire book about herself, so... <laughs> Yeah. <coughs> you say potato, I say apple. Yeah. Same thing. Palm deter versus palm. <laughs> so this movie opens up on not the Macarena. Yep. It is very much not the Macarena. It is it is enough of the Macarena to be like <laughs> this is probably <laughs> the Macarena. <laughs> A fake Macarena. <laughs> Just two giggly girls loving driving. Yeah. It's raining. Mm-hmm. Dun-dun-dun. Yeah. Dun-dun-dun. It's very dark, and also there's a crash. But we're not really quite sure what happens. Flashback. Three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. There is Lizzie, and there is Kate. They are going to a beach party. Yeah. With their friend Jamie. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been to a beach party? I, I don't think so. Like <laughs> with the, okay, we're gonna remove summer camps mm -hmm. experiences because that's a mandated party, so it doesn't count. Yeah, but like, I have never been to a beach party. Yeah, 
You have never been to a beach party. No. We have already seen multiple beach parties. Yeah. And there's like one movie that I know I have in the pipeline that has multiple beach parties in it that are very plot centric. Mm -hmm. So, um, what the hell, Americans? (laughs) I guess maybe like tweet at us and tell us if you've ever been to a beach party. (laughs) Yeah. Tell me about your beach party experiences. How many people were wearing multiple denim jackets at a time? Yeah. Do people like hold their solo cups while they play uh, volleyball? Is it legal to drink on the beach? I don't think so. Like the last time I went to a beach, it was like a semi-private thing that was attached to somebody's property. Mm -hmm. And also fight me. Yeah. Also, that's just a lot of sand everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you notice, nobody was sitting down. Everybody is just like walking around awkwardly on the sand. Yeah. We should have crab legs. (laughs) (laughs) So, Janie has a fake ID, goes in to pick up a bort load mm-hmm. of alcohol. Yeah. And I mean, also, who hasn't been a teenager who discovers underage drinking? Right. Like, maybe just grab all the vodkas? I don't know. Can you get some tequila? Who drinks tequila on purpose? Right? I could think of one person. <laughs> um, Lizzie gets incredibly beach drunk. Mm-hmm. Like... I don't think I've seen somebody, like, declare a chug on solo cups before. But yeah. hey, you know what? Y'all do y'all. Mm-hmm. Ben asks her to the dance, but lies about getting permission from Janie. And it took me a little bit to piece together that it wasn't that Janie and Ben were dating. Yeah, I definitely thought they were dating. Turns out they're just siblings. Yeah, I mean, they could be dating. Yeah. <laughs> Why not both? Why not both? <laughs> Lizzie gets an award at school for being science. Janie gets an award for being math. The girls are both seniors going to college soon. Their parents are going to miss them. Mm-hmm. And they're going to miss each other. There is a sneaky alcohol toast. Yeah. Well, for some reason, Janie goes and fills up her dad's wine. Who broke her dad's legs? Right. You're a grown-ass man. Yeah. You can walk up a flight of stairs. Also, unless you can't. If, if you're going to hand your teenage underage daughter a glass of wine and be like, refill my wine, don't be surprised when she also drinks the wine. That is an open invitation to wine. Mm-hmm. The, Lizzie's parents are fighting in the flavor of impending divorce. Mm-hmm. And she keeps having to pull them together. Like, to get them to, like, get along and stop fighting, at least in front of the kids, um... Here's a note for all the parents that might be listening to this. I don't know. There's like 20 out of you. Somebody's bound to have a baby. <laughs> don't fight in front of your kids and don't make them fight, fix your damn problems. Yeah, that's weird. That's not okay. No. That's really traumatic. Mm-hmm. The gal pals have like make fun of being told not to drive drunk, which is promising. Yeah, which happens during like a weird outside poetry class. You never got to have class outside? <laughs> I mean, like, my teacher didn't sit on a rock and read poetry to us. (laughs) Maybe maybe you're just that flavor of small town, but, like... (laughs) First of all, duh. (laughs) Uh, Second of all, it was Hamlet, and we read it underneath a big tree. Wow. Because it was really nice outside, and also the school was under construction, so you either had to hear, like, jackhammers, Mm. or you had to figure out some place to work in the parking lot. 
That's fair. Yeah, she does this like weird poetry thing, and then she's like, "By the way, don't do anything illegal." <laughs> we won't do anything illegal, Miss Teacher. Why would we do that? Yeah, Janie very openly mocks the teacher for this. Which I mean, some things you can mock to. This is a weird tr- thing to go in on. Mm-hmm. If you have to make fun of something, I would argue that not driving drunk is a pretty legit maybe don't do that. Yeah. What do I know? I've lived this long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who? After a tense dinner, Lizzie, Kate, and Janie have a toast despite Kate raising the issue that Lizzie has driven here and needs to drive home so she shouldn't drink. Yeah. Guess who gets made fun of? Kite. Yep. Yep. Also, I, um, so sometimes you can see things, like, when you start finding out about, like, the weird silent paper bags they make for movies. Mm -hmm. You just start seeing shit. Yeah. And, like, for the record, none of those girls had vodka face. Oh, yeah. They're 17. Yeah. They're, like, upper class 17-year-old white girls. They would have vodka face. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Why can't they just get actually drunk for the movie so they understand the problem? Right? we all know that they weren't underage when they filmed this movie. They all looked like they were at least, like, 25. They potentially look older than me. <laughs> the gal pals get pulled over while drunk driving and yep. only get busted for a dead taillight. Yep. To which, like, they Liz- laugh it off. Lizzie is weirdly jovial about this and, like, weirdly casual about maybe you could have gone to jail. And even makes a quip about, well, and here I thought we were done for. Here's your graduation present. Jail! <laughs> like, maybe don't? Maybe don't. Only maybe. Yeah. As suspected, Liz- Lizzie's parents are getting separated. Yeah. And she handles things not unreasonably. Yeah. Honestly, like, she maybe does some secret room drinking. She's very upset. Mm-hmm. Her and her sister are both pulling really hard for the parents to not split up, despite them constantly, constantly fighting. Oh, yeah. And, like, I feel like anyone who is a child of divorce is just, like, yeah, you, you, you kind of get that, like, by the end of it, you're like, maybe they should just split up. <laughs> like, as much as I love mommy and daddy being together, maybe just, ah. I mean, I found out about the divorce before my dad did. Yikes. <laughs> Yeah, after that, she has, like, a weird conversation with Ben where they're, like, going on a romantic walk and talking about how her parents are getting divorced, to which Ben is just, like, the worst at comforting her. At least he's not dead. Yeah, like, at least you have a dad. Mine's dead. I mean, technically, (laughs) if you're drawing straws, his straw is definitely shorter. Yeah. Unless that dad was a dick. Yeah. I don't know. Mom tries to let Lizzie vent, and she just, like, actively is not in the mood to. Yeah. Which, like, definitely becomes a flavor of a problem later on. hmm And Dad offers her a drink when he gets home. For, like, Dad gets home from work late, and Lizzie's like, oh, my God, I thought you weren't coming home. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to go get a beer. You want a drink? Oh, wait. Do you... But now? <laughs> <laughs> And she just keeps asking her dad if he'll be there for her. Yeah. Will you be there for my volleyball and for my graduation, daddy? And I will be here for you all the time. I know, daddy. That's what they all say. (laughs) But also, I have like a million notes here that just say, mommy and daddy, no. (laughs) 
because politely, uh, she's like at least 17. <laughs> and I just uh... felt weirdly, I just felt weirdly uncomfortable with like the baby talk, even when they were like, mommy and daddy are getting a divorce. I'm like, okay, she's not seven. <laughs> This is just like stirring up a lot of weird memories for me now. <laughs> like in the tone of, well, sweetie, I hope you had to call to tell you, but your daddy's in the hospital. I am 26. <laughs> I. Uh, it doesn't lessen the blow if you use baby, baby talk. words. It just makes you feel me. It just makes you feel like you're not supposed to be able to cope with this. Yeah. So, like, now's a great time for me to, like, throw some shit around the house. Right? <laughs> Kate refuses to drink in public. Mm-hmm. Reasonable. Yeah. Lizzie has a water bottle full of wine and solo cups. Now, the solo part cups are the thing that gets me. Yeah. Like, I, I get the water bottle full of wine. I'm sure we've all done that. Like I've, Even accidentally. Yeah. I've accidentally done the fucking, like, the... The mug and maybe the mug has vodka in it. But like <laughs> the solo cups. <laughs> she literally pulls solo cups out of her bag and like squeezes her like winter bottle into the cup and hands it to Janie. Because that's not how you get caught at all. Right. Why cups? <laughs> Dad misses Lizzie's game. Yep. They have a very like dramatic volleyball montage to mm-hmm. which dad is not there and it's kind of like put forward that maybe lizzie loses because her dad not there yeah because he's moving out yep double sad face yeah she gets home and he's moving out Uh, she asks him if his new place is nice to where she just goes no (laughs) and i had a good laugh at that especially since her reaction to that was okay good (laughs) (laughs) Which, like, fair. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> if you want him to come out, come back, make him have a shitty apartment. I don't know. A gas leak is a great way to get him to move out. Yeah. You should make there be a gas leak. Yeah. You should go blow out his pilot light. <laughs> this is not that movie. <laughs> <laughs> so Lizzie and the pals of gals go out to a dancing club. Mm-hmm. Once again, they're 17. Yeah, like what dance How is she getting shit-faced at a dance club when she's 17? Well, the bronze did. Yeah. Yeah. The bronze only started serving alcohol after Buffy turned 18. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Lizzie needs to get home because she's past curfew, but Kate has her keys. Mm -hmm. So she won't drive drunk. Yeah, everyone is very visibly drunk. Very, uh, Kate is not. Well, Kate is tipsy. Yeah, Kate is tipsy and me- even mentions that she's tipsy. But, like, she is far less shit-faced than the other two girls who successfully bully Kate into giving Lizzie her keys back. This is where the bad things start happening. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just all downhill from here. This is the flash to the beginning of the movie. Yeah, suddenly the Macarena isn't so happy. <laughs> But also, if I ever go out, like, at least let me have the licensed version of the Macarena. I'm gonna find you the crazy frog version. <laughs> like, if I have to, if I have to die to wordless, lyricless Macarena. I would assume that you have officially become a B-plot character. Yeah. <laughs> In your own story. Yeah. 
How depressed. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So Lizzie just has a concussion. Mm -hmm. We initially get word that Janie is still in surgery. Mm -hmm. But the howling parents, which arrive later, tell us that that ain't true. Yeah. Yeah. Lizzie's parents have to explain what happened to Janie's parents. Which was also bad. Yeah. Because if her is not capable of emotionally processing as Lizzie is, her parents are worse. Yeah. Impressively worse. Yeah. This entire family needs to learn how to feel their feelings. Yeah. Ben, Janie's brother, gives a very kind eulogy at Janie's funeral. Mm-hmm. It's a funeral. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so Lizzie has, like, a big old bruise on her face, and she still has concussion headaches, but things have not been discovered yet. Yeah. So everybody's still pretty warm to her. Yeah. And we find out that Lizzie's... Okay, so I wrote this down exactly the way I heard it, because I'm pretty sure they stated it wrong, or my ears didn't hear good. Lizzie's blood alcohol is 12? Point 12? I think 12 points of blood alcohol is dead. <laughs> that seems like that's weirdly a, that's, high. That's, a, that's, a, that's an Amy Winehouse number. Yeah. So I'm going to say it was point twelve. Yeah. Point oh twelve. Much drunk. Much yeah. drunk is the important part. Yeah. She was very intoxicated. Lizzie's mom doesn't understand why Janie's parents are upset. Because this gets put on, like, the cover of a newspaper. Oh, yeah. It, it goes around real fast, as as it would. Drunk driving makes the front page. Hot damn! Yeah. Especially when it results in death! Yay! Yay. <laughs> Lizzie's main concern is whether or not her dad's still gonna be there for her. <laughs> to which she makes... A fireball and orange juice cocktail and then goes to school. Yeah. (laughs) And so I thought it would be terribly bad ironic if we drank while we were recording this. (laughs) But I did genuinely consider getting some fireball and orange juice to see how bad that tastes together. Because I have a feeling that is a one-way trip to vomiting. Oh, yeah. It's just fireball in general. Yeah. It tastes like cry. Yeah, fireball is bad news bears. As somebody who drinks some weird gross shit. Yeah. Fireball is bad. (laughs) (laughs) She doesn't make it to school all the way in, though, before, like, Ben comes over and, like, curses her out pretty much for killing killing his his sister. sister. Because, you know, he did. Yeah. We cut to a lawyer's office where Lizzie's parents are trying to make nice and with each other so they can help her. Mm-hmm. Because she is most definitely going to court because Janie's parents are pressing charges. Yeah. For vehicular manslaughter. And again, people are weirdly shocked by this. <laughs> How could the leopards eat my face? Cries the woman who voted for the leopards eating my face party. I feel like consequences are a hell of a drug in these parts. Yeah. 
Kate tries to help Lizzie pick out a nice court outfit and to reassure her, and Lizzie is very definitely on the no, I should be dead train, which is both bad and reasonable. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of bad feelings here. Oh, yeah. This court is only for victim impact statements. Yep. It was just entirely very sad and very victim impact. Like, we just get two consecutive monologues after Lizzie declares herself guilty, which I know tends to, like, there's some court cases that have very little explanation or details behind them because the person just went, not guilty. Yeah. Jail, please. Yeah. But if she claimed herself guilty, why did she have to explain herself? Well, because she wants a lesser sentence. Which she gets! Oh yeah, she gets the easiest sentence ever. (laughs) She gets a five-year probation on drunk driving. Mm -hmm. 40 hours of community service, which I definitely wrote down as public service because I somehow didn't hear the words that I was sitting right in front of. (laughs) And she has to attend alcohol education classes. Mm -hmm. Guess who's pissed? (laughs) Janie's parents. <laughs> they are very angry. Yeah. Like, not inappropriately so. Janie's mom tries to get Lizzie banned from graduation. Mm-hmm. And succeeds, honestly. Yeah. It's not a, you're explicitly banned, but it is a, I am highly recommending you don't come and ruin graduation. There's already a big enough black cloud over this. Do you really think you need to in black in more clouds? Yeah. <laughs> Lizzie is terribly offended by this. Yeah. Because I worked hard too. Why can't I go to graduation? Janie would want me to go to graduation. Because you killed her. (laughs) (laughs) Politely, ma'am. There are consequences for your actions. It's a big hard pill to swallow for girls who look like they've owned more than one horse in their life. But you know. Kate catches Lizzie drinking at school. Her mom figures it out pretty much in the same montage of clips. Yeah, because maybe if you're going to sneak alcohol from your parents, don't just leave the empty bottles in the liquor cabinet. What you do is you top them back up with water and then you glue them shut. Yeah. Sorry. No, (laughs) not like anyone would know from experience. (laughs) (laughs) Just if you must, consider not, or maybe don't be an absolute idiot about it. Yeah. But I also just like the weird gaslighty moment where her mom confronts her about it, and she's just like, well, if I were gonna drink in secret, I wouldn't steal from you. I would get someone to buy it for me. Your mom is like, you've been doing that then, haven't you? God, mom! Let me listen to my music. Let me do my homework sitting on the steps. (laughs) Also, rather than going directly to Lizzie, Lizzie's mom goes to Kate and is like, do you think something's wrong with Lizzie? (laughs) What do you mean? You know what I mean. Oh, yeah, she's drinking at school. (laughs) Kate! (laughs) You could approach the mom. There's many other ways to handle this. Lizzie's drinking is legitimately a problem at this point. Yeah. But you're not doing yourself any favors. Yeah. So Lizzie calls Kate out for giving her her keys while she was drunk, which 
is a little appropriate, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Like, not good feeling in the slightest, but not unreal. And Lizzie does not go to graduation. No. As she is not allowed to. She stands in the parking lot for a bit and then gets sad and goes to drink in the woods. Yay! A lot! <laughs> she tries to talk to Janie's family, but they completely reject her. Who'd a thunk? Mm-hmm. Kate tries to comfort Lizzie again after she sneaks out to a raging house party. Only to, like, get blown off completely. And then Lizzie almost runs over a cyclist. Yeah. Yeah. Which is extra spicy. And also, this is the moment where you just see Lizzie kind of spiral a little bit. Like, (laughs) this is the final spiral. Yeah. Do-do-do-do. Yeah. Do-do-do-do-do. Yeah. Lizzie's mom confronts her with yelling, mm-hmm. and her dad won't let her walk away from her problems. Like Lizzie punches a mirror and has to go get stitches, and everybody's and she's like, "I don't want to talk about it." And Dad's like, "No, you have to talk about it." She's yeah, like, I'm sad because my friend died. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Reasonable, super valid. Also, you two kept fighting in front of her, like. She gets to unload all of her big problems and stresses pretty much at the behest of being forced to by her dad. And this is the first time her dad has been really active in this entire thing. Mm-hmm. It's like the entire issue was that she wanted her dad. Yeah. Yeah. So she goes to AA. Mm-hmm. She rides a bike. Her dad moves back in. Yep. Congratulations. <laughs> She does public speaking about why drunk driving is bad. Mm-hmm. Because she is quite validly a good person to do that. And Janie's mom shows up. Yeah. To which Lizzie immediately panics, thinking that her mom is going to yell at her. Which, you know... <laughs> reasonable. Reasonable. Yeah. But also, Lizzie's... I thought that, like, Janie's mom was actually very reasonable in the, like, I... I'm not ready to get along with you, but I also really wanted to see you talk about this. Yeah. Like, I don't forgive you, but, like, good on you for doing the things you're doing. Yeah. So, the moral of this, somehow straight upedly, in a way that we can't actually make fun of, is that drunk driving has consequences. Yeah. Um, you are not too smart to drive drunk. Um, during Lizzie's weird personal victim impact statement, uh, she actually brings up that, like, we've all driven drunk bunches of times. Janie's driven drunk, and I've driven drunk. This has never happened before, which is a really weird grave to dig for yourself. Yeah, but also, it's... It's not an unreasonable argument to hear. Yeah, it's definitely the mindset that a lot of people who drive drunk have of like, well, if it's been fine the past few times I've done it, then who says this time's going to be bad? Yeah, maybe I'm just like really good at driving drunk. Uh, Newsflash, you're not. (laughs) Nobody is. No. (laughs) Unless you're perpetually always drunk and you're still not. Yeah. That's also bad. (laughs) Like, I feel like this shouldn't have to be said, but like maybe don't drive drunk nerd (laughs) this is brought to you by the lifetime movie network (laughs) i mean we're also seeing lizzie go through a lot of big changes and grief Mm -hmm. because like her sister she has a younger sister we never talked about that little brat at all yeah whatever yeah her name is meg and sometimes she makes snippy comments oof 
She's snippy like a dog shearer. Yeah. Like, maybe I shouldn't be getting in trouble because I'm not the one who drove drunk. <laughs> I mean... Yeah. Uh, this is before the fireball and orange cocktail. I also feel like that timeline, like, maybe she just could not handle the burn. Mm-hmm. Now she has problems. Yeah. Um, yeah, so her, like, best friend dies... Technically at her doing. Yeah. Um, her parents are getting a divorce. She's graduating high school and having to make a bunch of big life changes, which is, like, arguably really scary. Yeah. Her boyfriend dumps her because she kills his sister. I can't. <laughs> no, he's right about that. Oh, yeah. No. But that definitely doesn't add to yeah. the. Yeah. Doesn't help. <laughs> doesn't doesn't help the whole, like, ah. <laughs> yeah. She has a lot of reasons to be going, like, she is validly going through a bunch of bad traumatic things and handling them poorly, but if her entire family's ethic is, like, we don't talk about our problems or we only do in baby talk, she's not going to be able to address the problems correctly, so it really makes sense to me that the, like, fun times drinking turned into bad drinking because she couldn't, like, deal with what happened. Mm-hmm. Like, hot damn, who really could? Yeah. Like, maybe teach your kids that it's okay to talk about their feelings. And also, don't wait until they kill someone to get them fucking therapy. <laughs> I mean, she might not have needed therapy before that, but she most definitely do now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this is probably one of the most responsible of the Lifetime-branded Lifetime movies we've seen. Yeah. Um, you know, this isn't exactly that the only way to not get the clap is to do abstinence. Yeah. But it's also a pretty, like, this is straight up a PSA. Oh, yeah. It is, it is very much a PSA with a very Lifetime movie soundtrack. <laughs> Hey, vague Macarena. I feel like there was nothing that I really want to correct about this delivery, though. No, like people could have been more gentle, but also, are you going to ask a grieving mother to not scream at you so much? I think that makes you a dick. Yeah, yeah. Like I appreciate that as much as you could tell. Lizzie's character wanted sympathy for these things. None of the other characters were willing to give it to her. And understandably so, because maybe if you kill someone because you drove drunk, you gotta deal with the consequences of that. And you don't just get to put your headphones on and be like, please leave me alone. I don't want to deal with the things. But I want to go to graduation. <laughs> Ma'am? Tough titties. There are other pressing manners. Like the fact you could go to jail. Yeah. I mean, some people's children. Yeah. Lizzie's mom, Lizzie's dad, if you're out there, could have done better. Mm hmm. But also, I really enjoyed the unintended message of this movie of uh, <laughs> maybe if you just drunkenly kill someone, your parents will get back together. I mean, I never tried that. <laughs> Should I try I, this? Like, if someone had told me when my parents were getting divorced that all I needed to do was, like, you know, casual manslaughter, and maybe they would get back I can together. Whip that, I can whip that up in a gif. Yeah. Or a gif. 
If you'd like to tell us that we're wrong and that drunk driving is secretly super awesome, you can get a hold of us <laughs> at uh, lifetimefellaspod at gmail.com. <laughs> but please don't tell us that drunk driving is secretly good because I will make fun of you <laughs> and maybe report you to the police. I don't know. We're not narcs here, but like maybe don't kill anybody. Guess who's going to get their tires spiked? Yay! And also, if you want to tell us that we're totally right and that drunk driving is bad, mm-hmm. you can also find us on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Yep. Also at Lifetime Pals Pod. Uh, I almost forgot to give us the fun fact of this, uh, oh, yes. this episode. I was... Uh, <laughs> I was plagued with the fact that the dad looked weirdly familiar. And so I decided to go down the rabbit hole and found out that the actor's name is Matt McCoy. um, And he's been in a lot of Bigfoot movies. (laughs) Like half of his filmography is just Bigfoot movies and also Abominable. Wait, just like the movie called Abominable? Yes. Oh, I've seen that one. Yeah. (laughs) It's, um, it's a movie. Yeah. He's in at least four or five separate Bigfoot movies. So is this, like, because of his personal passion for the same Squatch? Maybe. Or does he just, like, play into the air of the same Squatch really well? <laughs> Maybe he just gets typecast. <laughs> as a man who should be in the same vicinity as Sam Squatch? Yeah. Huh. But also, shout out to Matt McCoy, because he was, like, weirdly living for this role. Like, he definitely... You could tell that he... He he's was just very. Been, he he was waiting for this role. He's been aching to play divorced dad. Yeah, like the passion in which he grasps his daughter's face and is like, "Your dad's gonna be here for you." Like he he definitely was living for this. Ugh, what a human. <laughs> also, speaking of shoutouts, I want to shout out whoever the random person is in Switzerland that's listening to this podcast. Thank you from not Switzerland. Yeah. <laughs> What's it like over there? We would like to know. We are not worldly. (laughs) Yeah, so if you live in Switzerland and you're listening to this podcast, tweet at us or something. I don't know. We're excited that you're here. Tell us if you own a boat. (laughs) We might rescind our previous opinions on boats depending on how you put it. Yeah. (laughs) And I mean, if you want to see more of our non-shit and bull sense... (laughs) You can find this here Jess at Deadpan Ann mm-hmm. on the Instagram and Deadpan Ann <laughs> with more ends yeah. on Twitter. <laughs> and you can find Ferris at Embarrassed to Be Human, all one word, at uh, Instagram.com. And did uh, I do I did that wrong last time when we're just running with it, or is that actually how you look it up? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I what? Can you tell us these episodes go on? We just get more incoherent. It's more authentic to what we're like as people. Yeah. <laughs> You're just getting more and more real Jess and Ferris chaos. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> I mean, I think the moral of today's story is that fighting in front of your kids might lead them to vehicular manslaughter. But if you get unseparated in time, maybe the person comes back to life. Yeah. Why not? (laughs) Why not? Mm